1: Am I the asshole for distancing myself from my daughter after she took her mother's side? So I, 50 male, found out that my wife, 49 female, of 20 plus years, was having an affair. I was completely hurt over this and have started divorce proceedings. Obviously, this has been hard on our four children, but I cannot spend the rest of my life with someone that I can't trust. Before we got married, my wife's family had money and demanded that I sign a prenup. I had no problem with this, but since then, the family money has been lost due to bad investments and lawsuits. My wife was a stay at home mom for the majority of our marriage, our youngest child is 19, and because of the prenup, she can't get alimony. In short, my wife will be screwed. The only thing we owned together was our house, and while it's paid off, my wife won't be able to afford the upkeep or HOA fees, so she will effectively be homeless. I have no intention of giving her any type of support for any reason. Since serving my wife divorce papers, I have refused direct contact, as my lawyer has advised. But she's now playing dirty by getting the children involved. We have two boys, 23 and 21, and two girls, 25 and 19. And my wife has been pleading with them to get me to agree to hold the divorce proceedings in favour of counselling. After I told my children that I had no interest in wasting any more of my life with that woman, they have essentially backed off, except for my oldest, Christy. She's very close to her mother and can't imagine life where her parents aren't married. Christy tells me that her mother realises her mistake and will do whatever it takes to make things right. She says that I owed it to the family to work things out. I refused and told her that it wasn't her place to make those kinds of demands, since then, the only time Christy talks to me is when she's sobbing and asking me not to destroy the family. I understand that this is hard for her and offered to pay for therapy so she can cope, but she said there wouldn't be anything to cope with if I wasn't trying to divorce her mother. Since Christy is being too emotional to act within reason and refuse therapy, I've been resolved to limit contact until after the divorce. However, my other children are saying that Christy's behavior is getting worse Am I the asshole for taking a step away from my daughter for a while? And now in the comments. Not the asshole. You said this daughter is closest to your wife. Sounds like they are both manipulative and self-centered. Stay in contact with your daughter, but let her know that she has to respect your decision or else the conversation is over for today. I'm sorry for your pain. This must be very hard for you. However, taking joy from your wife's plight is not at all nice. OP. I am sorry that you are going through this, but you are no way the arsehole in this case. I agree that you should distance yourself and continue with the divorce proceedings, and I hope you are able to again find happiness once this is all said and done. Huh, sir, is your wife still in the house, and how have things been? How are you and the kids holding up? And OP replies, Yes, she is still in the house. I live in a condo, and until the divorce is finalized, or a judge says otherwise, I am voluntarily paying housing utilities directly. My wife is on her own for food, hygiene products, etc. I even took pictures of the house before serving her, so if any damages occur, my lawyer will fight back any argument that she has that she is not responsible for it. My youngest daughter spent Christmas with me, and I spoke to my son via video chat. I don't know what my oldest and ex-wife are doing and have ignored their calls and text messages. I intend to wash my hands of my wife and I am not talking to my daughter until the divorce is finalized at the very least. And now back up to the post we have the update for more info. Alright so I read a couple of responses and I just wanted to clarify some things. 1. Clearly my, she will effectively be homeless comment was misinterpreted, so let me set the record straight. Because my wife and I own the house together, so long as we sell the house and split the proceedings, she'll get something. 2. My wife didn't give up her career to raise my children. We could have hired a nanny, but she didn't want that and chose to be a stay-at-home mom for our children, and because of her family money, she was getting a monthly allowance from the estate. Plus, I paid for a housekeeper to make things easier on her. Three, once my wife reached 30, she started getting a monthly allowance from the family estate and the prenup addressed that, so I couldn't claim half. In exchange, she couldn't get alimony. Four, I didn't want my children to get involved in the divorce. My wife decided to do that, and even brought up the reason why as a form of a preemptive strike. I only talk about the divorce when someone else brings it up, which Christy wants to do all the time. Five, I am not abandoning my daughter. I am just lowering contact with her until the divorce is finalized because she's not letting up on trying to pressure me into taking her mother back and refuses to go to therapy that I will pay for. And six, also to the comments asking why my wife cheated, it's a little offensive. I don't know how that changes anything or that I should care. However, the guy that she cheated on me with was younger, looked like he couldn't be any older than 30, so take that information and do what you will. And to the further update I just wanted to say that I was very grateful for all of your kind words and support in how to deal with my daughter. I decided to follow some of your advice and have a scheduled sit down with her to explain that what goes on between her mother and I is not her fault and that I simply can't ever go back to a woman who deceived me in such a big way. I told her that I try to be as forgiving and empathetic as possible, but I will not ever tolerate people who lie to me with malicious and selfish intent, and try to cut them out of my personal life as much as possible. I was very calm when I said this, and tried to be as loving as I could to my child, but it didn't work. Christy ended up breaking down again, and tried to convince me not to divorce her mother, and just forgive her. I refused, and in the end went no contact with Christy for a little bit. I only spoke to her again two days before my other daughter's Jane's birthday through a text asking her not to bring up the divorce since this was going to be the first time my wife and I would be in each other's presence since I filed. I sent the same text to her mother, and I didn't hear anything from either of them. On Jane's birthday, things were a little tense and awkward, but I thought that it was going good. Until my wife decided to be passive aggressive with a speech about how good it is to have family together during important events. Everyone saw through her crap, and my son Jack called her out on it and said that she was selfish to bring this up on Jane's birthday. Christie started defending her mother, and Jane, understandably upset, revealed that the only reason Christie was on her mother's side for reconciliation was because she didn't want the fact that she not only knew about the affair, but helped her mother cover it up. There was a big fight that wasn't going to get resolved right then and there. I ended up leaving and was even more heartbroken all over again. Not only did my wife betray me, but my own daughter too? I knew she was more close to her mother than me, and I was okay with that. But this? I don't know what I did to make my eldest daughter so disloyal to me, but I am now resolved to go full no contact with her until after the divorce and possibly for the rest of my life. And now in the comments, I told my dad about my mum's affair partner when I was four and got yelled at by both of them for making up stories. When I was 20, my mum finally acknowledged that I hadn't been lying. How did your father react then? He found out about a year after I told him and forgave him. He has low self-esteem and I bet he blamed himself for not being good enough. Then our family moved to a small town far from where her affair partner was. I just feel bad for Jane having her birthday be made about her parents' divorce and her sister's involvement with it. It is not worth it to force family togetherness when there is bad blood between some of the family members. It may hurt to have two separate birthday celebrations, but it hurts way less than having a single drama-filled one. Damn, this reminds me of my father-in-law. In In his previous marriage, he and his ex-wife had three sons together. He found out his wife cheated and his three sons knew. He divorced her and has cut them all out of his life. He remarried and they had my husband. I've asked my husband his brother's names and he has no clue because his dad refuses to speak of his past. Did the oldest three sons at least try to make amends? Not that I'm aware of. I do know that we ran into one of the sons at a family reunion party on my father-in-law's side and my father did not acknowledge him. However, the daughter-in-law somehow got the father-in-law's address and stopped by on Halloween to try to introduce her children to a father-in-law, the kid's grandfather. He again refused to meet them, but my mother-in-law felt bad and talked to them for a bit. Our next post is titled, I asked my boyfriend to reply to a message for me and he started looking through my phone. So the other day, I was baking and my boyfriend came into the kitchen to hang out with me for a bit. So we're talking and laughing, and at this point, I was basically elbow deep in flower. So when I got a text, I asked him to look at it and reply to it for me. It wasn't anything bad, just my friend asking if I was home and if she could come over. I told him to text her yes she could, and after he did that, he started looking through my phone. When I asked him what he was doing, he said, I'm looking through your chats, it's no big deal. Um, sir, this is not how this works lol. I just felt annoyed that he would use that opportunity to look through my phone, so I asked him why. He said he just wanted to see what I was up to. Now, I don't have anything to hide, but the reply angered me and made me think that he didn't trust me. Also, the way he went about it was a little irritating because I asked him to do something and he took advantage of that opportunity. Would you rather I do it secretly? He asked. Well, no. In fact, I'd rather he didn't do it at all. Of course, here comes the, if you didn't have anything to hide, then you wouldn't be irate right now, which pissed me off even more. I'm literally kneading furiously at this point and asking him repeatedly to please drop my phone. He refused and went to our bedroom and locked himself in there. I'm not one to do too much, and also, I had nothing to hide, so I waited for him to come back from his little expedition and come and answer me when he doesn't find anything. It was about 20 minutes when he came back in with a goofy smile and dropped the phone back on the counter. I asked him if he found anything and he said no, that maybe I'm just good at hiding, with that same crap-eating grin. At this point, I am boiling and asked him how he felt invading my privacy and he said that my privacy is his privacy. I tried to explain that I didn't like how he went about it and I don't like that behavior at all. But he was countering, saying that if I wasn't cheating or being dubious, then this shouldn't be a big deal. That if I wanted to look through his phone too, I'm welcome. I just silently walked away and have been seething for two days. He tried to apologize, but he still doubles down on the fact that if I had nothing to hide, I wouldn't be pissed. But I didn't. Like FFS. I just don't like my privacy invaded like that. Like, what is so hard to understand? I'm hurt and frustrated because it's the principle that matters. I won't be out here looking through his phone, and if I wanted to, I would just ask. And it's the same here too. If he had just asked, I'd have let him. He is an amazing, sweet man to me, and I love him with all my heart. But he gets jealous sometimes, and when I react to it, he tries to push it off like it's no big deal. He says he trusts me, and that he just felt like seeing what I've been up to. Am I looking for chest on an antia? Sorry, HW reference couldn't help myself, but I feel like I'm going crazy. What can I do? And now in the comments. He basically said you were cheating, and he just hasn't caught you yet. And if you ever prohibit him from searching your phone or whatever, you're admitting to cheating. His comments and actions led me to believe that he is projecting. Be careful, OP. He says he trusts me. And I'm the Queen of England. Neil, please. He doesn't trust you. On top of that, his method of communicating sounds utterly frustrating. Running away to lock himself in the bedroom with your phone is the behavior of a child who grabbed a cookie and wants to gobble it down before it gets taken away. Him saying that your privacy is his privacy is concerning on multiple levels as it indicates that he doesn't see you as a separate person with autonomy that he doesn't have control over. What can you do? Well, you can sit him down and tell him once that this can never happen again and that he needs to demonstrate that he understands that it was wrong. Or you can dump him because this entire story is riddled with red flags. Yes... The running away to a room thing had me furious for OP. It's bad enough he started browsing, but at least if he backed off when OP got mad, it could be forgivable. But this little douchebag locks himself in a room to keep snooping for 20 minutes and then doesn't apologize after? Throw the whole man in the trash, OP. Completely disrespectful. He crossed boundaries and on top of it, basically claimed you as a possession by saying your privacy is his privacy. WTF does that even mean? Red flag of what's to come. You're young. Walk away. And OP says, for real? Like, what does that crap even mean? Are we in the Stone Ages or something? I'm honestly so turned off by him. And now back up to the post, we have an edit. I'll be speaking to him tonight and laying down clear ground rules. Might have to make an ultimatum if all else fails. We'll update with what happens. I'm really scared and sad, and I feel betrayed. Been with him for a year and a half, and this is the most hurt I've ever felt by him. I will break up with him if it comes down to it, because above all else, I prioritize myself and my mental health.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our
1: prices down. And now on to the update. Firstly, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. The responses I got here were so eye opening. Things I never thought of before. I realized that his jealousy wasn't normal. Me being able to handle him when he gets like that was me literally getting used to his cycle of abuse. I had told a commenter that he was cheated on really, really badly by his ex. People were asking if this was true, and it was. I was the person he came to when it was crashing down and he has receipts, so I never thought that he was lying. We didn't get together until a year after they broke up though, because in that time we had gotten closer and I felt really bad for him. I feel like being with him while he healed was not a good idea, Crutch after the fact, especially as I had been so involved with him as sort of an emotional crutch after the fact of his breakup. One way he found out about his ex cheating was by testing her, This should have been a red flag. I, however, told him later in our relationship that he should do nothing of the sort. I won't tolerate it. On the day that I posted, I went to meet up with my friend that's sort of a tech whiz. Interestingly, she's the same friend that I asked him to reply to. She combed through my phone, laptop, and iPad, and confirmed there were no bugs or anything cloning or spying through my devices. That was a relief. When I got back home, he had made dinner for us, got me my favourite snacks, and really wanted to talk. I was receptive to him, and really thought that he had thought about his actions, and was ready to apologise properly. Boy, was I wrong. He admitted that he was testing me, playing manipulative mind games with me, and he thought that if he made me scared about finding something out, I would break down and confess. When I didn't, and he didn't find anything on my phone, he started feeling guilty, I asked him why he didn't just come to me if he was having suspicions, and he said that that would have just given me an opportunity to lie, and that the way he went about it was a surefire way for me not to have any time to cover my tracks. What an asshole! So why did he keep doubling down? Man, you're gonna have to ask him. He just said that the guilt made him do stupid things, but I didn't believe that. I asked him outright if he was cheating on me. He said no. Taking advice from y'all, I asked him for his phone so I could look through it, and I did. He sat there with his leg rattling under the table. I think it was nerves. Another red flag to me. I think he deleted some messages because his boys' group chat that I know for a fact he always spoke in was not there. And there were gaps in a conversation with a girl that he knows that I don't like because she had been texting him earlier in our relationship and he had told me not to worry about her. The messages that were there were just regular conversations with the occasional trauma dumping from her and vice versa. Things that I thought he could only feel comfortable telling me. When I asked about this, he denied having anything scandalous to do with her. That she was a close friend, and if he told me about him talking to her, he knew that I'd freak out and break up with him. I just didn't believe him. I had such a nagging feeling. I didn't want to see any more so I just dropped the phone and my heart was breaking and breaking and breaking. He showed me that he had booked a flight to Bali for a couple's trip to show me how sorry he was. I was stunned because how could I find something booky on your phone and you confess to testing me and you're still trying to do damage control? Funnily enough, in my head, I was imagining scenarios of him taking my passport and leaving me stranded if something happened that he didn't like. I then started realising that if I can think that he could do something so heinous, he probably would. I told him that he hurt me badly because of his insecurities, and he crossed a huge line by infringing on my privacy in such a way, not hearing my no, and I didn't think that I could continue being with him from that point on. I told him that even if I had nothing to hide, what about the privacy of my friends and the trust they had in me for their issues to not leave my own eyes? Why did he feel okay jeopardizing that for his own fruitless gain? He said that he wasn't thinking about that and just begged and pleaded and said how he didn't want to lose me, but it made me sick to my stomach how he felt so comfortable manipulating me. I told him that he has to work on himself because I'm done trying to navigate his possessiveness and insecurity. And after that, I said he could stay the night on the couch, but I'd like for him to move out tomorrow. He tried to beg and plead some more, but I am not hearing it. I didn't even have to do an ultimatum because I just wasn't interested in continuing this anymore. How do you claim to love somebody but at every turn question their motives with everybody? Especially when I had never given him a reason to. It got way worse because this morning he confessed... I guess as a last-ditch effort to show me transparency, the irony, that he cheated with the girl once in the early stages of our relationship, and that was the guilt that was eating at him. He tried to lock himself in the bathroom, which was another one of his manipulative tactics that I realized he liked to do when something didn't go his way, lock himself in a room until I conceded, but I told him that I'd call the police... I've never said that before, and I guess he realized that I was serious, so he came out and took some things and went to his brother's. I'm heartbroken, I'm hurt, and I feel like I have lost a part of me. I feel like my whole relationship was a power trip filled with control and lies. I used to see myself as strong, but thinking back on our relationship, I've realized the many things I enjoyed just because I felt I was handling it. One thing, though, I am glad that I came here. You helped me realize that this could have gotten worse and my life could have been in danger later down the line. If not that, then I'd have been filled with more pain and regret later had this come up or if I allowed this to continue. So yeah, that's where we're at now. I'm gonna post his crap to his brother's house, and as for those tickets, I'm gonna try to see if I can use them and go with my tech friend as a thank you so we could go for a vacation or try to travel, you know, dancing at a club around there or something. Just try to keep my mind off it, I guess. Thank you guys so much again. If you have any questions, please ask and I'll try my best to answer. And now, in those comments, If he bought those tickets using your money, do as you wish. Refund them or go somewhere with your friend or raise hell to the police, you know, anything you want. If he bought those tickets with his money, return it to him. No, do not keep it. Do not give him away to squiggle back into your life. Don't let him use it as an excuse or leverage. Please throw it back to him. It is bad news to use it. And OP says, It's the least I deserve. I'm gonna go on that trip and he can suck my dick. Every time I was ever accused of hiding things and or cheating, it turns out the other person was hiding things and or cheating. I've only been accused once and sure enough, he was cheating the whole relationship. "'Gee, sounds like my ex-fiance. "'I worked at a call centre for roadside assistance "'when we were together, "'and it was one of those ones where you don't get to clock out "'and leave when your shift ends. "'You leave when you've finished with the last call you took "'before your shift ended "'because we weren't supposed to leave anybody stranded. "'Some days it was a few minutes to finish up, "'sometimes half an hour, "'and on a few occasions it took hours to close out the call.' I'd get accused of cheating with the security guys that sat at the door checking people in and out, I'd get accused of not even loving him or being good enough to be called a girlfriend, let alone fiancé. I was so beat down with work and life that I was going to the crisis centre to get help with my mental health and medication. I didn't give a crap about sex because I was too busy trying to find the will to live. More cheating accusations because I was getting it somewhere if I wasn't doing it with him. We stayed together after I went on meds and got help. Found out later that he cheated through the entire four and a half year relationship and it was with both sexes, putting me at risk because I don't know if he was practicing safely. I know that everyone on this sub knows this already, but just in case anyone doesn't, you can still have your own privacy in a relationship. You do not have to share every single thing about yourself, your past, anything with anyone if you do not feel comfortable. You also do not need to show your phone to your partner, nor let them read through it. Boundaries in a relationship exist for a reason, and just because one person feels comfortable sharing something, doesn't mean everyone does. Also to add, there is a difference between using your partner's phone and going through every single message. Just because you're okay with the former, doesn't mean you consent to the latter. Hold up. And that's where I'm going to end the episode today, guys. I do hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please watch the next one. Bye.